You're listening to Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official podcast of Lingerie Fighting Championships. And now, here's your host, Michael Lutkin! Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another edition of Beauty, Strength, and Dominance, the official LFC Lingerie Fighting Championships podcast. And joining me today... A lot of controversy around this particular fight that just happened at LFC 37 back to the mansion. I am on with the one, the only, my friend, Miss Jenny Bloody Valentine. Hello, Jenny. How are you? Hi, I'm doing great. How are you doing? I am good. It's always a pleasure and a privilege, Jenny. You're always so vibrant, always a fun blast to talk to. But God dang, man, LFC 37 just happened back to the mansion. You and the returning Danica De La Rouge and her second fight in LFC history. Woo, first of all, great matchup, but missed your first one, a disqualification victory. Let's hop right into it, Jenny. Tell us the bite, the alleged bite, according bite heard around the world. Let's go into this bout, because first of all, it was a great bout nonetheless. Well, thank you. I mean, Danica's a very talented wrestler, and I think that she um, realized pretty much right away that like I was not going to be an easy win, and unfortunately... You know, she had to like literally make up her own story in her head to get me disqualified once again with LFC um, with that bite in the ear story. I did not bite her ear. Is there any footage showing the actual my teeth hitting her ear? No, not at all. Okay. So I was basically whispering in her ear that she's a loser and that I don't appreciate her and that, um, you know, basically she was going to lose the match. And then, of course, what does she do? She stands up and says, she bit my ear. She bit my ear. So anyways, it's just, a, you know, I, I'm definitely looking forward to, you know, getting getting another rematch with her. Let's just say that because this time I might actually bite her ear. <laughs> Okay, first and foremost, I like this. So you whisper a little sweet nothings that she's a loser, the trash talking that you were well known for in the Lancer yeah. Fighting Championships. Okay, I'm going to put it to you like this. Leon pretty much would say maybe she even bit her own ear. Your coach was fully by your side. Leon and I did the review of LFC 37 along with Joel Kane. Leon's fully stood by you. I mean, Leon's had his fair share of stuff going on in LFC as far as suspensions. But it's funny, like we touched upon this, like your first ever debut until the LFC auspices was Riley Nuclear Norris, the knockout heard around the world. And now here we are so you start with the disqualification and you're back here with the disqualification jenny it's full circle so to speak and it's so funny because it's kind of like i feel like i'm the bad girl in the lfc but yet but it's all kind of like it's, it's but i'm not i'm not a bad girl i'm just a tough girl who is a serious athlete that wants to you know not only prove to the world that she's strong and capable enough for every victory that i get um, but it's always so funny how I'm always accused of cheating some way, somehow, you know, and I'm like always innocent, but looking guilty all the time. But that first one, I mean, come on with this, with the strike to the face, it was kind of like, I kind of, I was never told that there was no strikes to the face. And when I'm thinking MMA, I mean, what is MMA all about? I mean, it's pretty much, you can hit anywhere, especially the face. So I was unaware of that rule at the time and, you know. And I get disqualified for it. So whatever, live and learn. 
True. Well, I mean, especially speaking with hits to the face, I mean, I got to give a shout out to our girl, the one and only Sheena Bathory, who another one who's been killing it, not just with sessions and everything, with what she's doing with Slap Fight and the Slap Fight League. She's been really going out of her way, not just in your industry here and the LFC, but she's really making a name for herself. And you got to give credit to Sheena. Her and Bella Madison put out an exemplified rematch coming back from LFC 36. But God dang, man, Sheena's hitting on all cylinders. Absolutely. I mean, one great thing about Sheena, I mean, is she's this, she's a, like a whole, she's on a whole other level of an athlete. She's like from another planet and she's very diverse in everything that she does. And she's extremely talented in everything that she does. So, I mean, not only is she doing the MMA, the slap fighting, the LFC, the women on fire, but she's also doing like the pro wrestling in Orlando right now, you know? So she has a lot of many different holes burning and uh, it's only a matter of time before she truly takes off and it's really exciting to watch her journey as she goes along with everything that she's doing absolutely and i think being as someone who you are a mentor to a lot of the talent even though we talk about that bad girl image that you mentioned even though you're not a bad girl i think one of the greatest things i could say about you miss jenny bloody valentine is you're such a mentor and a very empowering figure to a lot of the girls in the locker room so i got to give you props once more kudos and respect because i got to meet you back at lfc 35 under amazing circumstances miss la scorpio over here not la scorpia first and foremost this because the great tribute that you did to the original Oscorpio who was not able to attend the event and fight but I got to say you did it justice looked good you did you did it up against Volcano I got to put that out there because man that was a hell of a performance yes I know I mean it's great that when you have skill sets that go like meaning like uh, I'm able to pull that off you know I love to know that hey if you need a lucha match I can do a lucha match you know and you never know what you're gonna get no one knew that it was Jenny Bloody Valentine underneath that mask you know, and I, I um, except for a couple girls, they figured it out. They're I knew who you were. <laughs> they all, they, they said, no one has your body type. So we knew who you were. I'm like, oh, okay. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> I got to say. But it, right, it but no, fun. it was. And I look at it from a stance too as well. My face, Judge Tommy Bell's face, and everybody got to see who you were doing the La Scorpio thing. And I think that's what's great because you said something so operative here. When it comes to professional wrestling, it doesn't matter the style. Lucha, you can do strong style, what have you. I think what you and Volcana did, and I hope to see more Volcana and LFC, you guys really showcase what a true main event is because LFC 35 from top to bottom saw debuts. It's a booty camp event. But from what you and uh, Volcana did, I mean, you got that booty camp chain, your first ever accolade here in LFC. I know. Bling, bling, yes. So exciting. Yes. That was definitely a thrill for me. You know, because I've I've had my fair share of losses too, um, and disqualifications. <laughs> so it was nice to actually uh, take that victory home with me. I loved it. I think in the annals of LFC history, here's what's so funny about this, Jenny. Your first ever victory for uh, LFC came at LFC 26 Booty Camp against Jessica Sekmat Vatera, and then here you are, many events later, winning the Booty Camp title, which is also very interesting to think about, which is so cool. Yeah. Yes, I love it. And then you go to Jolene at LFC 36. And I got to put this over as well. Another great event. Definitely want to see a rematch. Jolene, unfortunately, got you in the choke. Put you to sleep. Done. She gets the booty camp chain now. She is three belts, Jolene, with the European title, the chain, the championship. I know you want some more of that Jolene Hex vibes. Absolutely. I don't even know how she handles the weight of all those chains. I mean, my goodness, like, she's the tough cookie. Uh, and she's one of the few that, you know, really gave me a run for my money, basically. You know, obviously, I mean, she won that match and um, she got me good with that choke. And, 
you know, it is what it is, but you know, all champions lose every once in a while, right? This is true. And I also look at it from a stance too, as well. Like you open up so many doors for so many great matchups. I mean, we got LFC 38, harder, faster, dare I say, harder, better, faster, stronger. To quote Daft Punk, I look at it from a stance too, as well. It's May 20th. We're back at the Sapphire Ballroom. And I have to ask you, this is the first time we're seeing LFC in the Sapphire Ballroom, as we saw at LFC 37. What'd you think of that venue, man? Just because it's such a great venue, very intimate setting, and you had a great entrance as always? Yes. No, I love that venue. It had the ambiance of a really great production, you know? I mean, I loved all the lights and I loved the everything. It was perfect for what we were doing, you know? And the audience was great. They were supportive of all the matches. And um, I thought the, the Sapphire was an excellent venue to hold LFC. Oh, so no. I very much enjoyed it. And I mean, you had Holly Dunaway. I got to say this about hot stuff. Holly Dunaway, who you know very well, she's done another great athlete, man. Hall of Famer, four-time pro kickboxing champion. Knocks out Bella Rockefeller from her knees with that KO punch. Now, here's the thing that we talk about here. You, your debut at Riley Nuclear Norris, KO punch standing up. But she got it a little bit of the leeway here because she was on her knees, hit that knockout punch, boom, to Bella Rockefeller. So she got a KO victory. Very, you know, in an interesting way, very unique circumstance. But God dang, man, Holly Dunaway, a four-time pro kickboxing champion really showcasing her stuff in the lfc auspices yeah she did she did she did great she's just a very awesome athlete and a great woman on top of it and uh yeah i mean it's amazing what uh is allowed and what's not allowed and what you can get away with and next time i know to have my opponent on their knees i guess right I mean, I look at it from a standstill as well. Technically speaking, there's always that technicalities. Dare I say you kind of bend the rules a little bit, but I also look at it from a standstill as well. That's what really makes LFC the product that it is. And I mean, we're talking about Danica De La Rouge. For those who have not seen Danica, she was the LFC champ from LFC 30, where she did her thing in Sturgis, defeating Shay the, uh, the Fox Mazzato, one of many great talents there, but she had injury. She came back against you. Uh, she's another one. She's appeared on AEW. She's been trained by the late great Buddy Wayne. Like for her style, I got to say from top to bottom with your matchup, worked on the knees. There was a lot of systematic dissection. That was probably one of the best wrestling oriented as well as very psychological matchup that y'all put together. I think you two flowed very well. Got to put that over because that really was a war of nutrition, so to speak. Well, I, you know, what I love about Danica is she's professionally trained and she's put years into her training. And so have I. So when you have, you know, equally talented opponents going up to up with each other, it's going to be guaranteed a really good match you know, no matter who wins or who loses, because we both have that level of passion for the sport to put the training in, have the blood, sweat and tears and everything else, you know, so I really appreciated that match. And I appreciate anyone that I go into the ring with that pretty much has paid their dues with those blood, sweat and tears to put on a great performance because they are actually a skilled athlete. Oh, agreed. I mean, you learn that from your training. You learn your talking from being that Paul Heyman girl that you are, because I could see where that gift of gab comes from, ma'am. And I look at it from a stance too as well. Man, we had so many great uh, prospects in here. We had Ziva Faye make her debut against Ruby the Booty Vuitton in a 45-second opener. And then you had so many great talents as well make their debut. We saw Monica come back. We saw Shaylin come back. There was a lot of returns and there was a lot of Christmas. Like Kira Batara come from Bellator to the pro wrestling world, taking on Terry, who came in last minute. It's one of those things, too, as well. For those who have not seen LFC 37 back to the mansion, you're in for a treat. And you go back and watch a lot of your classics, because one I got to put forward here, Mia Annabella, Mia Mayhem Annabella, there was a lot of booty 
in the face at that one in Sturgis. I got to talk about this. There was a lot of ass smother and there was booty. Very, very beautiful. I got to talk about the Mia Novella about because you two had great chemistry and it was a sight to see, Jenny. Mia's a very feisty kind of girl. Mm. You know what I mean? And she likes to use her assets. I mean, seriously. I mean, she's she's a, she's a quick, she's a quick girl. She knows she knows what she's doing. Um, and she was definitely a fun opponent to be with. Uh and um, yeah, she definitely used her ass to, to you know, entertain the crowd and to make me suffer. So, well, you gave it right back to her, ma'am. So I got to say that, Rack. You get it right back to it as you. Oh, well, what goes around comes around. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ah, Sturgis is always a fun event. I know you got to face my Richards, who goes from ring girl to being an in-ring talent. I think that whole weekend was awesome to see. And then I got to say this, speaking of a weekend, June 17th, folks, Women Athletes on Fire. Jenny, you are putting out another great event as you only do. Let's talk about this Women's Athletes on Fire because I had Simon Verdi, who's going to be on your show on the last LFC podcast. And now here you are and here's so many great talents in the Sessions Wrestling World. A very much a glow-esque event mixed with a lot of entertainment and fun and excitement. Talk about the next Women's Athletes on Fire event, Jenny. Yeah, this is going to be like probably one of the best events I've had so far because we have so many amazing women that are going to be there and they're traveling from all over the world. I mean, we've got Xena from Belgium. We have Angelica K.O. from Italy. We have Psycho from Montreal. We have Hard Body X from London. And we're all going to come together and put on an amazing show like we always do but what's so great is it's always a different roster of girls so you're never going to see the same set of girls as you did at the previous show and we get to see a whole bunch of different uh level of talent and skills and beauty and charisma and just merging it all together is going to just be magical you know and plus we do it in a different kind of setting as well i mean in my mind it's like a common it's a kamikaze type of event of a circus nightclub and uh wrestling which I find very unique and exciting. Well, it mixes that old days of the carny type of wrestling mixed with everything. So there's a, the accoutrement and the evolution of professional wrestling, many different things that coincide to make a great event. And I look at it from a stance too as well, the international talent coming in, you're bringing everybody together, mix of styles and just people that just want to put on a damn good show. And speaking of Angelica KO, we saw her do her thing at LFC 36, getting the win over Andre Shakti in the opening bout. I got to say, speaking of Angelica, man, from Italy, such a beautiful person, such an amazing, immaculate talent. She's one that really impressed. I got to say, every time I see her a lot of these women's athletes on fire events. Angelica is a specimen in her own right. Absolutely. Angelica, I met for the first time actually during that. And she was very, um, very kind of quiet, very like humble and, you know, very sweet. And I like, she puts on a good face because I got into the ring with her and we started to wrestle and I'm like, holy shit, I'll like actually pay not to wrestle you because <laughs> Her level of strength and competitive nature is unbelievable. She is a really like a determined athlete that's really, truly out to win. And she puts in all her heart and soul into that match. So, I mean, you know, it's just her personality is that it does not match up with the way she wrestles, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. She's so sweet and so nice, but yet you get into the ring with her and now you're in peace that's out to kill you, you know, so... 
Well, that's a lot of them. I'll equate this to you, ma'am. You're so nice and you're so sweet, but like, miss, I'm not a bad girl. You get into the ring and then you're very intense. Now, I agree. I think that's how you have to be. The psychological game, the psychological warfare, and if you will, that tells a damn good story. And I'm going to say this about you, because the first time I ever spoke to you, we talked about some of your influences, like China and Trish Stratus, and I'm going to put it out here. Trish Stratus is back in WWE. She's doing her thing, and she looks incredible. I got to say, you're like the Trish Stratus of LFC, ma'am, and I mean that with the utmost sincerity and respect. Oh, well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Oh, no, you're Yeah, Trish Stratus is great. I mean, she's just one of those well-rounded, full-package deal kind of women, you know? And for you to say that, thank you. You're welcome. But no, well, she starts from the fitness modeling side of things, and then she starts gradually going into wrestling, and she became the Hall of Famer that she is. I look at it from a stance, too, as well. Like, when you came out of the auspices, I mean, you did your thing in OVW, and you've done your thing in Sessions Wrestling. You became this conglomerate, this overall empowered specimen that you are, but also at the same time, you are the face of something that's an evolution that's becoming a revolution. So, again, you're a one-woman show, but you're also one of the women that like to put on a lot of great talents and just great shows. So you got to give me credit where credit is due, Miss Jenny Thomas. Well, thank you. I like to see other people shine bright. You know what I mean? And anything that provides an opportunity for women to, uh, to what do they call it? Glow up. Yep. <laughs> you know, basically that's, that's what I love to see. And when they glow up, I feel I glow up too. So it's all about us working together as a team. It's not just me, but it's all of us together, just bringing out what our passions are and, uh, you know, showcasing to the world what we love to do. And I think that's what matters the most. I think that even matters more than the money that we make, the fame that we might achieve. I mean, really being passionate about what you do is truly the most important thing. Amen to that. Inspiring through your words and your actions, folks. And also, I got to add this as well from the biting side of things. I have to go back to that for a second. You, Agatha Cannibal Carter, Shelly Aphrodite De Silva. There's been a lot of biting in LFC, but I mean, Alleged biting whisper in her hair. She's a loser. I definitely cannot wait for that rematch for you and Danica Della Rouge. And I can't wait to get Danica on here to have the response to what you just said about her. So it's always it's always a fun time doing this show. And Jenny, I got to say this right now, as we're coming to at the end of our time here, we definitely have to do another one of these. I always love interacting with such a bright spark and an amazing spirit. I always love talking to you. So I got to thank you as always. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I, really, I mean, I really appreciate the time that you take with all of us women to promote ourselves and, and, and to also be one of those, um, you know, contributors for us to blow up. So thank you for providing us that opportunity and to be able to speak to you and to all the fans out there that are watching the show and, um, you know, that support the LFC and that support Women on Fire. I think we all have a common interest and that's to see female athletes succeed. Beautifully and eloquently said. Jenny, where can we follow you on all forms of social media, your Twitter, Instagram, Session Girls, Women's Athletes on Fire? Where can we follow you, Jenny? Okay, pretty much all you need to remember is Russell Jennifer Thomas. That's my name on Facebook, but that's my name on Instagram. Except for on Twitter, I'm, what am I? At Real Jen Thomas. Yes. <laughs> I yep. lose track of myself. I, I, you know, I'm just... There's too many, too many outlets that I'm on sometimes. I can't remember. Hey, well, so. we're all bowing down to your greatness, man. We're all bowing down to your greatness. You're the real one, real Jen Thomas. You're a real one. I see you. But yes. No. So, but check so and thank you. And if any of you are interested, any of the fans that are interested in sponsoring a match for Women on Fire, please go to waonfire.com and you'll get to see all the beautiful athletes who plan or who will be attending. And you can actually create the show by sponsoring a match. So 
Links to the description will be below. Please, if you've not checked out the site, check her out June 17th, Women's Athletes on Fire. Check out LFC 38, Harder, Faster, May 20th, and check out Jenny and Danica Delarouche. The highlight is on the LFC YouTube channel, but if you want the full show, lfcfights.com. And as I always send each and every one of these shows, beauty, strength, and dominance, the three key elements that make women the work of art that they are, and Jenny Bloody Valentine, a.k.a. Jennifer Thomas, I include you in those sentiments. Thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Thank you, Michael. Speak soon. Fight, fight, fight. Gonna kick some. Fight, fight, fight. Gonna kick some. Is thinking about throwing in the towel. I mean, you look at all the pain that she's in. You gotta wonder, can you continue? But just as he does, she moves to the top. Is she biting her? Oh my goodness! I think she bit the ear, which we've seen happen in Las Vegas. Yes, we have. I thought it was a hair pull at first, but you're right. I think. I think she, she bit the ear. She bit her. Where's the honorable Mark Ratner when you need him? Fight, fight, fight. Gonna kick some.